This is a reminder. You are dying. Enjoy the episode. It might be your last. The unexpected return of mental clarity and memory shortly before death in patients suffering from severe psychiatric and neurologic disorders, which we have called terminal lucidity, has been reported in the medical literature over the past 250 years, but has received little attention. This is from Dr. Michael Nam, and in fact, it actually came from an app, an app called We Croak. W-E-C-R-O-A-K. And We Croak is an interesting app that reminds you that you're dying. And uh, it actually does this by publishing notifications on your phone multiple times a day. In fact, right as I'm recording this, my phone dinged and it reminded me that I'm dying. The app says, you must live life with the full knowledge that your actions will remain. We are creatures of consequence by Zaddie Smith. The app is inspired by Bhutanese folk wisdom, where they say, to be happy, one must contemplate death five times daily. This came from an email that my favorite author, Daniel Pink, included a recommendation for the app, where he heard it from Tim Ferriss. And I wanted to take a deeper dive into it, and it's been quite interesting to be reminded on a regular basis that I'm dying. The universe has an interesting way of conspiring to make things come about uh, that we're thinking about or that are on our minds. In fact, I recorded a recent video on YouTube. Uh, The title of the video was called, I'm 42 and dying, my financial plan for the next 345 days. And this is actually, this episode is actually that video, just the audio version of it. And I wanted to make sure I released it on the video version on YouTube first before the audio, because I believe the video does give it a little bit more weight. As you can see my reaction, my expressions, and as I tell these stories, I hope you enjoy it. Again, this is not something that's meant to be a downer. As Dan Pink mentioned in his email, he said, it sounds morbid. It's not quite the opposite. Concentrating our minds can lift our spirits. And that's exactly what I wanted to do for you was to lift your spirits as well as to give you reason to commit to something like I'm doing for my family. I hope you enjoy the episode. And if you want to watch and listen, I would recommend going to YouTube, searching Tom Polifka and watching the video titled I'm 42 and dying. Three hundred forty-five days. That's it. What would you do with three hundred forty-five days left to live? Would you get mad at the world? Go spend your money on food, drinking, whatever frivolous items you wanted to buy? Would you go travel and go visit those bucket list places and take those adventures you always dreamed of taking? Well, I definitely would have done that in my twenties, maybe my early thirties. But I'm forty-two now, and I've got two young, funny beautiful daughters, an amazingly supportive, beautiful wife. My parents are still alive. My sister's here. Things are pretty good. So what would I do with 345 days, give or take? I'll tell you what I will do. I'm going to set my family up financially, not just leaving them a bunch of cash to go spend on whatever they want or sit around and watch YouTube videos all day. No, I'm going to give them the ability to explore their creativity, have their curiosity stoked, 
be able to allow them to grow as individuals and become amazing women. That's what I want. But I know when there's a, a lack of money, it can be very difficult to not only have less stress, but to explore that creativity, feel like you can take your passions and run with them. That's what I want for my family. What do you want for your family? What would you do with 345 days? Does this change your mind? Well, I'm going to share with you today my five-part plan to create this financial security, to allow my daughters and my wife to continue living a life they always dreamed of, even if I'm gone. We've all heard it before. Money is the root of all evil, right? We all need money. So I'm not sure why people say that. We need to afford a house over our head. We need to have food, shelter, clothing, water, basic necessities. But we also need money to have vacations and experience things with our family and friends. And we don't need all the same amount of money. For each person and each family, it's different. It depends on your situation and your goals and aspirations and, and what you want to achieve. But you need to decide how much is enough. See, having enough can create less stress. Peter Barton, who I'll explain his story in a little bit, he mentioned in his book, he said the single greatest thing about having money is that it makes money that much less important. Basically, what he's saying is when you have this base level of money, income, to pay the bills, the basic necessities, affording vacations and time with your family and being able to uh, maintain that curiosity, creativity, and doing the things you love. That's really what it's all about. Everything else is just excess. So what I want to do is I want to share with you my five-part financial plan of how I'm going to create that base level of income passive income that my family can use to afford the daily and monthly expenses, but then also keep the roof over their head and travel and experience life, even if I'm not around. And I want to share that with you as well. I want you to be able to take away things from this video that maybe you can apply to your life. I'm going to be sharing with you my financial plan that I've put together. It's five parts, and I think it's going to really help my wife and my kids during a transitionary period where I may not be around, but I also hope it, hope it helps you as well. I hope that you can take some ideas away from this and any future videos I do regarding businesses and investments that will help you and your family create that financial security that you need. Before I do that, I want to share a story. When I first got started in business, this was when I was in my mid to early 20s. It was the first official business that I started. It was a farmer's financial and insurance agency. And in fact, when I started it, I needed money to fund the business. So I sold a parachute that I had. Yeah, I used to skydive. I had hundreds of skydives. Loved the sport. But I also knew that I wanted my own business. And I know that I needed to invest in that business. So I sold the parachute. So about a year or so into the business, one of the other agents in the district passed away suddenly. And it was really odd. He was young. He was 51. And I didn't really know him that well, but I started to get to know him and his family really well because the district manager offered for me to take over his clientele. And at the time, I didn't really understand the weight that that was going to put on me. I started to realize who he was, the family he had, 
and how quickly all of that was shut down. See, he was 51 years old, but he looked like he was 40. He was in great shape. He rode his bike to work every day. You would never imagine he didn't smoke, didn't really drink that I knew of. You would never imagine he had any health issues. One day he got tired and he told his wife he was going to go take a nap. And he never woke up. He never had time to put together a plan to say goodbye. And these experiences in life really hit home for me, especially when I, when I work with people or have these uh, situations happen, I don't take it lightly. And I hope you don't take it lightly as well. I'm blessed to still be here, but I want to put together a plan that allows my family to have that easy transition as easy as possible. So let's get into the plan. Now, before we get into the first step in this plan, we need to decide how much money do we need? You know, on a monthly basis, how much money do you and your family need to pay the bills and to afford the lifestyle that you want? And a better question to probably ask is, how much is enough? See, the difference between how much you need, how much you want, is how much is enough. See, when you're trying to grow an investment or build up a business, you can keep working and working and keep growing and growing that business. But do you need to? Do you want to? Is there a money that, an amount that will be enough? Not that I'm trying to minimize or not seek abundance, but we have to look at it from a utility perspective. How much work do I need to put into something in order to get the greatest return? And that is how much is enough. So depending on where you live, your expenses might be higher. I live in Southern California, so it's very expensive living here. In order for us to live and for my family to transition and uh, assuming that I can have all of the mortgage and big expenses paid off, college paid off, all of the things ready for my family and just have to worry about the monthly and ongoing expenses and, and entertainment and travel and fun life. For me, that number comes out to about $30,000 a month. So the plan is, how do you get to $30,000 a month? And now, the idea is that I don't want to have my wife to have to work in order to continue to make that amount of money. So it has to be highly passive. I don't agree that there's a 100% passive business or investment out there. There's some degree of management, uh, whether that's just moving some money, uh, reallocating funds, managing a business that's highly passive. There's still some level of work. But if we could create a almost nearly passive income that equals that $30,000 amount. That's, that's the plan. So how do we get there? So step one is building the income sources. Now these are going to include businesses as well as passive investments. Now business for me, I've been doing online business for the last decade plus. And so I believe wholeheartedly in the idea of growing online businesses that are assets that also create income. Now, these are going to be things like blogs that uh, are in different niches that are monetized through different various formats. I'll share more of that on this channel as we go along. Then when you make the profits from those businesses, you invest them. Now, one of the things I'm really curious about and interested in 
is cryptocurrency. I'll be covering a lot of that. In fact, there's certain cryptocurrencies that I'm heavily invested in and will be continuing to grow my interest and awareness regarding NFTs, as well as mining certain individual cryptocurrencies. So I want to share all of that with you, what I think are the best ways to go. And again, none of this is financial advice, but this is something that I think you can take away from and maybe apply it to your life as well. So if you're interested in online business, making money, uh, whether it's as a side gig to start or a full-time business and investing those profits into other assets that allow you to earn that passive income. That's the plan. So step one is building out the income sources. Before I go on to part two of this plan, I wanted to bring back Peter Barton. Now, for those of you that aren't aware, Peter Barton is the, or was the CEO of Liberty Media. And he lived an amazing, fun, fantastic life, even that he admits in his book. But the difference between Peter and my friend who was the other insurance agent, Peter had time before he passed away. He's no longer with us. In 2002, September, he passed away from stomach cancer. But before that, he was given some time. He was diagnosed with cancer. And it took him about, I believe, about two years before he passed. During that time period, though, he got together with a co-author and wrote a book during this time period, explaining and sharing the stories that he had of being a ski patroller in Colorado at, up in Aspen and really meeting some incredible people, making hundreds of millions of dollars in the media business and built this conglomerate. But at age 51, he passed away. He had that time though, to actually create the, the experiences with his family, to set them up, not only financially, which he had already done, but to prepare them, to prepare them to be able to be ready for what was next. So I'd like to read a little excerpt from his book, Not Fade Away. It's a great title. In our conversations through the spring, now this is the co-author speaking of Peter. Peter spoke of many things, ideals and disillusionment, the value of risk, the anguish and the thrill of transitions. But the overriding theme was always the idea of becoming ready, ready to live, ready to die, ready to change directions when change was necessary. Timeliness was everything. Opportunities were useful only to those who were prepared to seize them. Gifts were appreciated only by those whose minds were well-equipped to see their value. And nothing, not even death, is daunting to the person who's ready for it. I don't know about you, but reading that, I get goosebumps. And I don't want this to be a downer video. I want it to inspire action, mainly in myself, but maybe you as well. Inspire action to become ready, like Peter says. Okay, part two. So we've decided how much is enough. We've decided you know, what business sources or, or income sources that we're going to be creating. But now the interesting thing that happens is usually with people like myself uh, who have a high degree of expertise and experience, in things like business and investing, it can be hard to transfer that knowledge 
quickly and easily to somebody who doesn't have that experience. So what I want to do is make that process easier for my wife and my girls. How do we do that? We have to document the process. So part of what I'm doing here on YouTube is documenting the process. I will be having other things that aren't public, you know, for my wife and my girls to have behind the scenes, but for the public and for myself and my girls to be able to watch forever, I want to be able to document this process because what it will do is it'll help them learn about what I do and how I look at things, looking for opportunities, looking for when to take a risk and when not to things, lessons I've learned from, from taking those risks. So it's really important. And I hope you can glean that as well. So viewers of this channel are going to get a behind the scenes look at creating these businesses and investments and sharing the knowledge and expertise that I've built up over the years, as well as what I'm going to be learning going forward. So documenting the process is also going to be useful for selling the assets. I mentioned blogs before. When you have a business, whenever uh, you're about to sell a business, uh, you want to make sure that things are documented. You have to make sure that the processes are there, that you show track records of not only your financials, but you know, especially an online business, you want to be able to show where is the money coming from? Where's your traffic source? Is this a business that's going to stick around after the owner leaves? So really it's not only a sellable asset, but it's something that's going to help me and my family continue on earning the income from these passive businesses, as well as potentially if they need to be sold. So hopefully you'll be able to gain some insights from that. Now, step three or part three is going to be about discovering those new opportunities, maybe some trends that are going to come up. So this is really where this YouTube channel, I think is going to come into play. I'm going to be researching and continually learning. Uh, it's something I'm always curious about. I'm curious about financial uh, security, financial investments, as well as business. So I'm going to be continually learning and sharing that knowledge with you on this YouTube channel. But what it's going to do, it's going to allow me to be able to better protect that investment that I'm growing for my family. I think you should do the same thing. What this means is by learning and, and continuing to, to understand changes in business and investments and economy, we'll better be able to protect what we've built. There are some businesses that won't be around in the next couple of years because they didn't look and see the writing on the wall. Think of Blockbuster. Think of Netflix and Blockbuster. Blockbuster had a chance, but they squandered it. So being able to see and be open-minded to be able to make sure that that income is going to be around even after I'm gone is really important. So that's part three. Before we go on to part four of this plan, I wanted to bring up another gentleman that's unfortunately passed before uh, his time. And Stuart Scott was really well known on ESPN. If you watch sports, you're sure to know who Stuart Scott is. He had the black glasses and was a very recognizable character. And during the last few years of his life, he was battling cancer and, and fighting and really created a name for himself uh, in the fight against cancer. One of his best known lines is, you don't beat cancer just by living. You beat it by how you live. So hopefully you remember that. One thing I want to do is I want to share a little excerpt from his book because it relates to my story and hopefully it will relate to you as well. The best thing I have ever done, the best thing I will ever do is to be a dad to Taylor and Sydney. It's true. I can't ever give up. 
because I can't leave my daughters. Yes, sometimes I embarrass them. Sometimes they think I'm a tyrant. Taylor and Sydney, I love you guys more than I ever will be able to express. You two are my heartbeat. Having two daughters, it's very difficult to, to think of not being around for them. So I, I want to make sure that, that I'm around. But if I'm not, I want to make sure that they know that dad took care of them. So I don't want to, again, make this a downer video. But I want to just share and hopefully give you know, some credit back to some of these individuals that have inspired me to make this commitment to my family. Now on to part four of this plan, I'm going to get a little R and R. And what I mean is not rest and relaxation. I'm going to reduce regret. Now, I think we all live with regrets. Some people will say, I have no regrets, but I don't believe that. I think we all live with regrets. In fact, my favorite author, Daniel Pink, is going to come out with a new book in February of 2022, I believe, called The Power of Regret. And I hope to read it and hope to uh, see all of the research he's done and, and see what other people have, have come up with regarding you know, the thought of regrets. But I don't want to regret a few things. One of them is not having the financial paperwork in place for my family. So I'm going to include things like a will or a trust, life insurance. Quick tip, I don't sell life insurance anymore, but when I did, I didn't appreciate life insurance, but I sure do now. Life insurance is not taxable to the beneficiary. If you list an individual, generally it's not taxable, which means that if you pass along a million dollar life insurance policy, they get a million dollars and they don't have to pay taxes on it. Now that's not to be said for your investments or your house, some of these other assets. Generally, those are going to be subject to an inheritance tax. So you should look at life insurance. That's just a quick tip. Before I go into part five of this plan, I wanted to make sure I brought up the two individuals that really inspired me to make this video, but make this commitment to my family. And I hope it can do the same for you. See, I'm a golfer. I love golf. And I've been really inspired by a few golfers recently, not for their performance on the course, for what they've done for their families. See, the individual who inspired me to post this video today on August 4th, 2021, is a golfer by the name of Colin Brown. See, Colin is no longer with us. He passed away one year ago today, August 4th, 2020, at the age of 20 years old. Colin passed away from a rare form of bone cancer called osteosarcoma. His story starts about a year before. And this was when he was playing college golf and he got a chance to play on the PGA Tour for the first time at the Barbasol Championship, which is actually going on this week as we speak. See, he was able to play and fulfill a lifelong dream of playing on the PGA Tour. Life was amazing. Then a couple weeks after that event, he got the diagnosis for his cancer. Then 345 days later, he passed away on August 4th, 2020. So I wanted to inspire, I wanted to inspire other people to make commitments to their family, to create the, the financial security and the change that is needed to make life a little easier 
and more enjoyable in case you're gone. See, I'm not sick. I don't have cancer. We're all dying though. Eventually one day we will be gone. But if we can create the things that can be put in place before we go away to be able to better help our families, I think we should all do that. Another individual that I wanted to mention is Jared Lyle. Jared Lyle passed away just a few years ago as well from cancer. He had been battling cancer for, for years. And he also has two young daughters. And I really associated well with his story. I just didn't want these gentlemen to be forgotten. And I know they won't be, but I wanted to also honor them for inspiring me to, to make this change and this commitment as well. So let's get on to step five or part five of this plan. Part five is to not fade away. Just like Peter Barton's title of his book, I don't want to fade away. I don't think you want to fade away either. And what I mean by fade away is just going off into nothingness, going and partying and blowing all your money and maybe trying to live that last experience before you, you pass away. I want to be able to continue to be curious, be creative until the very last day, whenever that day comes. And I hope the same for you. As I mentioned before, this is posted on YouTube under Tom Polifka. So you can go search Tom Polifka and watch I'm 42 and dying. I know the video title can spark some emotions for sure. And I'd love to know what are some of your thoughts? Uh, please leave those in the comments on YouTube and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. I'd love to hear what you're thinking. Maybe you've uh, committed to something new for you and your family. And again, as I always say, stay curious and be your own hero. Mm -hmm.